Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In 2009, a zonal structure was imposed on Rugby League by Sport New Zealand, which mandated a vote of the structure that had to come in or lose all funding to Rugby League given by Sport New Zealand and major funders. In effect, Sport New Zealand, in my opinion, colonised Rugby League, a sport predominantly played by and governed by Māori and Pacifica and became the master of our game in this country having full control of who governs and runs it. By the way, no other sport has had this same structure imposed ever since. On December the 10th this month, next month, a meeting has finally been called by the NZRL, facilitated only by the fact that the districts of New Zealand have come together to say enough is enough, and who would like the current structure which gives them no say and no financial support kicked into touch. But here's the major issue. The districts who effectively are the owners of the game have never been invited collectively to the table since 2009 to discuss this issue. And in doing so, the NZRL have been able to secure annually $8 million of funding of support to do with whatever they want. Only 6% of that funding goes down to grassroots zones. That's Sports New Zealand mandated model. And none of it goes to the districts. Those are the owners. Right, and, and guess what? That's $8 million, is he? So Sport New Zealand, in my opinion, need to step up here and bin this archaic structure. The structure imposed on predominantly Māori and on which rugby league being the only sport that has had to take this on board for the fear of being scolded by its master. Off the back fence with Tony Kemp. 6%, where does the rest go? That's the point. The point is, well, there's a, there's a couple of points here. This, wow. I, um, we had a meeting last night because I've been a part of this, Izzy, and, and the, <laughs> the thing with it is that we just want what's right for the game. And yeah. if, you, if you break it down $8 million annually, well, you just think since 2009, it's a fair bit of money that's gone across the table and none of it's gone back to the districts. Hone Harawera up in the far north in Taitukuro is a really good example. Doesn't get a cent. Um, but he's not the only one. Whangarei District, they don't get anything. Um, Taranaki, Waikato, Waikau Bay, Bay of Plenty. Bay of Plenty actually voted against the structure in 2009 to go in. But the the irony of all this, since 2009, there has never been a meeting. So uh, to put this into context for Rugby Union, and Rugby Union meet with their unions, 
That's what you call them, A or Z. And the yeah. unions yeah. determine what goes on because they are the owners of the game of rugby in this country. So can you imagine the unions of this country for rugby union having no say? And up above them, New Zealand rugby, along with the government, have put in a separate structure that talk on behalf of the unions. But the unions don't have a say and decide that everything that happens at the top is governed by a structure that's inserted in the middle. And that's what was done in 2009. It was never done after it. It was the last sport to do it. It just so happens to be Māori and Pacifica. And in my opinion, it's a colonised model that needs to be removed and Sport New Zealand need to step up and remove it immediately. So are they going to do it? Well, what's, the, what's the kind of feel at the moment there, Kim? Because I agree. I agree that that is that is poor. Like eight million dollars, six percent going back to the to the districts, as they say. Is there going to be change? Or what are the what are the? Well, that's the you're that's the like. It's such an important meeting for the districts that have been invited back to the table. So and, they have to vote if they vote. Well, they, will that make change? Well, they or have, who has the overriding. They decision? have no vote. That's the that's the whole okay. problem. So the structure well, that has go. been imposed There's on them has no taken away yet. their rights. Yes, so we need to demand that from a ownership model. So who can overturn it? Sport New Zealand Sport needs New to Zealand. step in. Okay. Yep. Sport New Zealand <clears throat> needs well, to step in. Just, just quickly, there's a, like someone asked me the question the other day: Why is Australian rugby, you know, struggling? And I just said, look, for it's the total opposite over in Australia, Kempi. You've got rugby league in Australia that is inclusive for for all areas, where rugby over in Australia is like only inclusive for private schools and it's a real kind of well how do I say it what's the word but a you know a kind of a game for the elite over in Australia now you're seeing a situation now where their their stocks are depleted they're able they're unable to compete from a a depth point of view whereas in the other side league have gone out and they've embraced everyone out there in the public so that's why I think leagues uh, in this situation it hasn't been, you know, able to be inclusive for everyone in New Zealand. Look, I hope there's change, Kim, because that is poor, and those numbers really say a lot about what's going on and and the people at top that are just really clipping the ticket. Twenty nine away from eight. Well explained, Kimpy. Double eight, double three. Actually, oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven. If you're on the ground out there at Grassroots Rugby League, how desperate is change needed around your club around the Motu? Come through and talk to us. Here's Aroha with the news for Kubota. Check out the field days. One point five percent finance offer for four days only. 27 minutes away from 8am. Kimpy's off the back fence. Very powerful stuff this morning around rugby league and trying to get some power and the balance of power back to the people at the grassroots. A couple of highlights from your Football World Cup going on this morning with Gull fueling your mission all year round. Pop into your local some good value fuel. Visit gull.nz. Yeah, Senegal, Ecuador. Man, Senegal, they are playing some serious football. Ismail Astar steps up and rolls it down the right side. Ismail Assar with the goal that gives Senegal a place in the top two. Corner comes in, back post, and there is the equaliser for Ecuador. It's Moises Caicedo. He bundles it in at the back posts. Long set piece here for Senegal, and they've responded. Senegal, their captain, Kalidou Koulibaly, and the Lions of Taranga are back in front. Kalidou Koulibaly on the end of the dead ball 
He's put his team back into the round of 16. Every game live in the SCNZ app. Some wonderful commentary there. Senegal get past Ecuador 2-1. Netherlands 2-0 over Qatar, keeping their sheet clean. Iran, USA after eight, as well as Wales, England. And we, I reckon we'll take a little bit of that game towards the end of the show, boys, because Wales, England, man, there'll be some feist in that one, is he? Oh, yes, there will. And I know Kempi will be watching that with interest. And England? <laughs> wow. Well, wow. Okay, Southgate, obviously that draw against the USA wasn't ideal. Is it coming home? But rocky at the moment. But I reckon they'll get up over Wales. Sorry, Kempi, but I think they'll get up well, over the, Wales. Look, I love, I love England. I'll give up my, my 10 yeah. bucks to Joe for England to get a win here because I think they make the tournament even more exciting when they do make it through to the mm. final eight. Um, yep. A lot of big shot there, Radford from Manchester United. Um, he must he must be going to start today, is he? Uh, here to hit a Harry Kane, or he might be up at the front there with Harry Kane. And what, what are they going to play today, 4-4-3? Four, four, yeah, probably that 4-3-3. Oh, 4-3-3. Okay. <laughs> Real tacky mindset there, Kempi. I think they're going to really go out and swing for the stars. Yeah. How uh, good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jim Hickey, give me that one. Four, three, three. You like that little weather update, is? <laughs> oh, my Lord. Breaking news. I was like, wow, what's Kempi coming with? And then a weather update from Jim Hickey. Oh, you're one of a kind. Absolutely love it. Just just quickly on on your um, off-the-back fence here. And great little update there, Louis, um, regarding the NZRL. Like, it's $8 million. And you, I've been asking you about the, the kind of situation in the back room. There's 20-plus staff in the NZRL. Yeah. 20-plus staff. They will be on a bit of a whack. Um, and there's all things happening in the background. I get a sense that this is really a bit of greed from the NZRL. Yeah, and it's and it's a boys' club. You know what I mean? It's sort of like they, they tick boxes. Why, why are our most powerful clubs in the country – Got the old boys mentality. Yeah, Why? I, I know. Like, it's really, you know, this isn't a, a, a shot across just rugby league. I think it, it's in my, in most sports, but we just need to sort out. You know, we don't need a filter, for instance, where money needs to go through a national body to go down to people on the ground. It just needs. See, all of this money that's being given to the to the head office, the national sporting office is government money, taxpayer dollars yeah. through health agencies, um, the TAB, all that sort of stuff that says it needs to go directly to grassroots. Well, none of it makes it. That's the point we're trying to make. None of it actually makes it How many it districts us. are there, Kimpy? There's, there's 15 districts, 16 if you count counties who have who, who are actually yeah. one of the, the zones. There's seven zones. But the zonal structure that was imposed is archaic. It should never be around. And the So and, if you gave the unions, all the districts, all the SAGIM, 500K. What's the kind of, what's the criteria? Is there things, steps in place to ensure, well, like it's like the Silver Lake deal, is there things in place to ensure the money's spent in the right well, that's way? Well, that's the, you know, and that's the um, reasoning they'll use this this model. And Louis's got a really good point um, to make about this. But, see, because you are pushed down and pushed out of the game, you actually don't have no equity in the game when you're sitting at the tables making those decisions. So you don't even actually get to elect who runs your game. It's it's honestly, point? it is really archaic. No, oh, Izzy, all I was just wondering was like, we've just remember we had Steve Lancaster sit in studio here with us and he spoke about yep. how they were 
on numbers based. They wanted to the first thing they wanted to do with the Silver Lake money is give it to the lifeblood of the game. And do you remember how, like the look on Steve's face and how proud he was to do that? And, and yeah, we've given yeah. New Zealand rugby a bit of a hard crack this year. But I remember that day, and I just remember thinking, "Wow, that that they know where they need to butter their bread first. That's yeah, that's that's the point, and that's right on the money, right there, then then and then. And why aren't NZRL seeing it? Kempi, the game is well, struggling got here in our backyard. Not to see it. <laughs> You know, when you've got a C- CEO on, you know, a six-figure salary in, in the mid-ranges um, and you've got, you know, a, a job which you're not really doing, like, why wouldn't you not want this to change? It's a it's a candy store. It's mm. a candy store for the people sitting at the top. I'm afraid, you know, it's it's my opinion, but the, the thing about this, if anyone wants to go and look at it, because it's a non-for-profit organisation, you can go and check all the AGM reports and just go and have a look at the AGM reports and have a look at the the director's fees and the and it's, there's a there's a a part in there which says one FTE one FTE means full time employee that one FTE is the CEO and have a look at their salary compared to the games game the game money going back into the game it's relatively seven directors and a CEO get more than the game for years and it's just it's just wrong I don't I don't care how people try and frame it up it needs to be looked at and it needs to be sorted out and. I'm thankful that finally, after 13 years, the the districts who are actually the owners of the game, the volunteers on the grass that run the, our game, are being invited back into the tent. Yeah, well said, Kempi. 20 minutes away from 8 o'clock. Last day of spring today. We'll just park that for now. Last day of spring today, lads, which means the breeding season has come to a close. John Thompson at Rich Hill Stud. Well, how about the horses' names of Levante, Legato, La Creek? Well, his, his stallions have been running red hot. Let's catch up with Johnny Thompson and find Legato's out. Legato's going to get pungled next year. <laughs> <Is he>? <laughs> <laughs> That's a big <laughs> <I'm> joke. <joking. laughs>